Today's daf is daf nun gimel. We left off on daf nun beis amid beis, so we are up to the two dots, third wide line in daf nun beis amid beis. Tan rabbanon laachar b'tiraso shel Rabbi Meir. After Rabbi Meir died, Amar lahem Rabbi Yudah l'talmidav. So Rabbi Yudah said to his talmidim, "Al yichnusu talmidei Rabbi Meir lekan." Very uh, welcoming attitude. He said, "Don't allow the talmidim of Rabbi Meir. They're out, they're out of Rabbi now, so they may be on the prowl. They may be looking." Don't don't allow the Talmudim of Rameir in here. Because they're just here to bother us. They're not here to. Uh, they're they're they're, uh, they're they're looking for a dispute. They're looking to pick a good fight. They're not coming to learn Torah. Um, they're trying to show how smart they are. They're here to show that they're smarter than me and that they're going to try to chop me on uh, on halachas. That's their only kavana in wanting to uh, to come into our base medrash. So our base medrash remains closed to the Talmudim of Meir. Dachak Sumchus Venichnas. Sumchus, who is the Talmud of Rameir, managed to shove his way in. Even uh, in spite of Yehuda's instructions not to allow any Talmudim of Rameir in, Sumchus managed to push his way in. Amr Lahem, and he said to them, Kach Shanali Rameir. So as soon as he comes in, he starts quoting his Rabbi. He says, You know, Rameir taught me, Hamakadish Bechalko, Bain Kachim Kachim, Bain Kachim Kalim, Lokidesh, that if a Kawe takes his Chelek of a Karban, and there's a Makadish woman with it, whether it's a Kachi Kachim Karban, whether it's Kachim Kalim, that uh, the Halach is she's not Makadashas. Kaas Rabbi Yehuda Aleim, Rabbi Yehuda gets very angry. He says, wait a second, that's a Rabbi Meir Talmud. Didn't I tell you, don't allow the Talmud of Rabbi Meir in here? Because they're only looking for to pick a fight. They're not here to actually learn Torah. They're here to try to show that they're smarter than me. In the Halacha to try to chop me in 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 halachos, and I'll prove to you that they're not trying to really learn Torah. Because what kind of argument did he say that if uh, someone is a Makadish, a woman with kachim 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 kalim, that she's not mukadeshes? Well, what kind of halacha is that? How does a woman ever get to the azara in the first place that it would even be an issue? Meaning the karban. If you look at Rashi, the kachim it says kachim kachim. Allah is, if you bring Kachi Kachim outside of the Azara, they become Pasal anyway. So what are you talking about? There's not, you're never going to have a woman uh, that, 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 uh, that you could be Makadesh with, uh, with Kachi Kachim. Um, uh, and, and women obviously don't go into the Azara, right? The Azus Nashim they go into, but the Azus Nashim the, the Kachim can't go into. <laughs> So that's how Rashi says. Tosvos, if you look at Tosvos, Dibra Maskum, Kisha Bazar Minayan, Pirsha could just the Enishim Nechnesis Bazar, the Nambara Kamid Kalim. Rashi quotes the first parak of Mesech's Kalim that a woman can't enter the Azara. The low duck. But Tosvos says Rashi's not really being precise at all over here. The low Ashkechon Bishum Duchta, the Nashamasur, the Khanid Bazara. You don't find anywhere. The women are in fact not allowed to go into the Azara. And he says, I'll prove to you the other way. Shari Perkama de Kalim Tanan, what it says in the first parak of Kalim is Hachel Mekudosh Hemenu, Shein Tamemes Nichnas Lusham, Lamala Hemenu Ezra Sisrael. The Chel is a place where someone who's Tamemes is not allowed to enter. 
Above that is the Ezra Yisrael, Shein Mechusar Kippurim Nichnas, where someone who's Mechusar Kippurim is not allowed to enter. Nichnas Hashem, Chayav Malachatos, Lamalei Menu, and above that, Ezra, meaning above that in the level of Kedusha, the Ezra Kedushas, there are ten levels of Kedusha, right? So above that, the next level of Kedusha is Ezra's Kohanim, Shein Yisraelim Nichnasim Lasham, where regular Yisraelim are not allowed to enter, enter into Ella Bishas Trachem Lasmicha Shchita Trufa, unless they need to enter in there to do something like smicha shchita tenufa velo katani nashim sheinachlasham, but it doesn't say anywhere there that women aren't allowed to enter there. It just says that a Yisrael shalol is not allowed to enter there. Nothing about women not being allowed to enter. So he says, I don't know where Rashi sees in the first parak of Kalim that women are not allowed to enter the Azara. Va'otzran parakal absulin shashchita kshera benashim imkain yicholul lichanis ba'azara. Not only that, the Gemara says a woman could do shchita. So if a woman is doing shechita, she's obviously in the Azara. So you see that Beferish a woman is allowed to enter the Azara. Va'od are soto nazira nechnasos ba'azara lahanev. You need to do the tenufa of the carbon of a sota and a nazira in the Azara. So obviously a woman is going to be in the Azara. So he says he doesn't understand where does Rashi get this idea that women are not allowed to be in the Azara. So I'll tell you where he gets the idea. The Gemara's Lashon was... What, what in the world is a woman doing in the Azara? Which certainly makes it sound like a woman is not allowed to be in the Azara. So Tal says, obviously I'm going to have to give a different shot in that line. What do we mean? So says What would a woman be doing in the Azara to, to accept Kiddushin? She's not going to go to the Azara to get married there. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a wedding hall. Even though it's theoretically possible, because a woman could be in the Azara, it's still very unlikely that a woman is going to be in the Azara. Because it's not a normal place to get married. And the Tanan generally didn't speak of situations that are extremely unlikely, that are very uncommon. So that's the Gemara's question. The Gemara's question is not, what's a woman doing in the Azara ever? No, women are going to be in the Azara. They need to do the Tanufa, the Karban Sota, and the Karban Nazira, etc. They're going to be in the Azara sometimes. That's fine. So they're going to be in the Azara sometimes. But we're asking, what's she doing in the Azara to be Mechabelis Kiddushin? Problem is the Gemara. Look at the Gemara's answer to Chiyish Bazar Minayin. Meaning, again, Rabbi Yudah says, "What Sumchus talking about? He's hacking me at China with the women coming into the uh, being mekabel kiddush with kachim kachim, being mekadish nishu with kachim kachim. It's crazy. Women are never the in the Azara." So the Gemara responds, "I'm Rabbi Yossi Yomru Meir Shachad Yehuda." Because Rabbi Yossi is sitting there watching what's going on. This whole conversation. Sumchus shoves his way in, starts uh, asking questions. Rabbi Yudah's going crazy. He's t- saying that you can't. Uh, uh, I don't know what he's talking about. He's He's just trying to chop me. So Rabbi Yossi says, "What are people going to say if I if I stay silent?" Yomru Meir Shacha. They're going to say the Meir's dead. Yehuda Kaz. Rabbi Yehuda's getting angry. And Yossi Shasak. And I just sat there quietly as all this was happening. Divrei Torah Matayala. Then what's going to be with the Torah? Someone needs to get up and defend what the you know the Torah Semes. Defend what 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 the the Emes really is. And he explains what is a woman doing in the Azara. V'chi ein adam aser the kabel kedushin the bito ba'azara. The woman doesn't need to be in the Azara. Her father might be in the Azara. 
and he's being Mechabal Kiddushin, and the Kiddushin is Kachik Kachik, meaning Sumchus's case, even if you want to argue that women are never in the Azara, whether you say like Rashi that they're not allowed in the Azara, or whether you say like Tosos that they just happen to never be in the Azara, still it's Shaykh to talk about a Maisa Kiddushin being done in the Azara, a father being Mechabal Kiddushin on behalf of his daughter. Ve'ini and isn't it possible that a woman may have made a shliach to be makabel her kiddushin? Right, you can make a shliach lekabbala, and the shliach is a man, and he's being makabel the kiddushin the azara. And also, even if you say that that even if you say that the case that we're talking about is where she accepts it herself, so granted, maybe a woman's not allowed in the azara. What if she is in the azara? What if she pushes her way in? And she's Makabal Kiddushim Kachikachim. Is it not at least worthy of a conversation of what the halacha is going to be in that case? So this happens to fit a little bit better with Rashi, it seems. Right? The Gemara is trying to figure out how could a Maisa Kiddushim ever happen with Kachikachim in the Azara? So the Gemara gives three possibilities. She said the Shliach, her father's Makabal Kiddushim, or she pushes her way in. According to Tosos, that women happen to be in the Azara all the time, so why would the Gemara have to come up with these possibilities? She makes a Shliach, her father, right? Those are just as uncommon, I would imagine, uh, for, for someone to accept Kiddushin uh, through a shliach in the Azara the, as, as, as it is for a woman herself to accept Kiddushin in the Azara. So it's unclear exactly what the Gemara is, why the Gemara is suggesting this, as opposed to just saying, yeah, you know, Hinami, it's uncommon, but it could happen. And if it, uh, if it happens, right, and why, why the Lashem Dachka V'Nichnesa? Dachka V'Nichnesa makes it sound like she has to push her way in. Now, we don't really let a woman in the Azara, but if she pushes her way in, then we have to deal with it. We have to contend with the situation. According to Telsos, we didn't push her way in. She, she's allowed to be there. There are certain things she's allowed to be there for. So you know, they're pushing. So it's a little bit difficult. I'm not sure exactly how Telsos would read this Gemara. Okay, period. Tanya. Rabbi Yehuda Omer Mekudashas. Rabbi Yossi Omer Eina Mekudashas. So again, the mission was discussing a Kohen takes his portion of the carbon and he's Makadish and Isha with his portion of the carbon. So Rabbi Yudha says it's Mukadeshas, Rabbi Yudha says Ainam Mukadeshas. Am Rabbi Yochanan, Shnei Mikra Echad Obviously, when discussing this, when discussing the idea of being Makadish woman with the carbon, you have to figure out first of all, is the Kohen's Chelek in a carbon considered his money? Is it his now, or is it just Mishulchan Gavah Kazachu that God is sharing God's food with him, but it's not really the Kohen's? That's issue number one. That's that's obviously very pertinent over here because a man can only be Mekadesh Nisha with 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 his own uh, with his own money, right? That's why it's uh, that's why you hear Masada Kedushin very often ask under the chuppah, uh, did you buy this ring? That's the chasen. Is this yours? It has to belong to him. You can't uh, you can't be Mekadesh something that doesn't belong to you. There are shilas that come up. Uh, there's certain uh, and someone told me recently, I forgot who. Someone told me recently that they were at a wedding where the, uh, the, uh, the, the there was a ring that was in the family from the grandmother uh, that they wanted to use for the for the kiddushin, and uh, the grandmother wanted it back afterwards. So that's a big problem. The grandmother wants it back afterwards. She never had asked to give it over in the first place. It could be a major problem with the whole with the whole Maisa kiddushin. So no, it has to be it has to be yours. So the issue number one about this this kachim is does it belong does it belong to you? Does it belong to the Kohen? Issue number two is is it mutter for her to get hana from it? 
is she allowed to get hana from the uh, from 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 this from this meat? Because obviously, if she's not allowed to get hana from it, then it's not worth anything to her. It has to be worth a shavuot to her. Otherwise, uh, it's not going to be a good kiddushin. So anyway, there's machlokas. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi the Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda says it is a good kiddushin. Rabbi Yossi said it's not a good kiddushin. Am Rabbi Yochanan Shnei Mikra Echad Darshu. Rabbi Yochanan says, you know what? They both darshin their halacha, their halacha from the same pasuk. Pasuk says, "Zayi lecha mikodesh hakadosh mina eish." Rabbi Yehuda Savar lecha lechol tzarechecha. He'll say, "Yeah, lecha means that you could use for whatever you want to use it for, including vafilu lekadesh bawisha." Rashi adds, "Right, even to be mekadesh woman for whatever you want to use it for, whatever you want to use that that carbon money for, you're you're allowed to use to be even if you want to be uh, be mekadesh anisha." Now, obviously, this is only talking about once it actually becomes mutter to the Kohen himself, right? The Karban, before the Akravase Murin, is, doesn't belong to the, 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 to the Kohen at all. He's not allowed to use it at all. Once they have the Akravase Murin, the Kohen's allowed to use his part. So once he's allowed to eat his part, so once he's allowed to eat his part, once he has a Chelek, then he's allowed to use it to be Mekadish Nisha. That is how Rabbi Huda Darshans. Rabbi Yossi Savar Ke'esh. Rabbi Yossi says, no, it's just like Esh. Ma'esh la'achila afunami la'achila that we compare the chilek that goes to a Kohen to the chilek that goes to the Mizbeach. Just like the chilek that goes to the Mizbeach, the Mizbeach eats it, meaning it burns it up, it goes to the Mizbeach to, to stay there, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't get shared with anyone else after it goes to the Mizbeach, so too the chilek that goes to the Kohanim, that goes to the Kohen, it's to go to the Kohen and stay with the Kohen. It's not to be shared, it's not to be given. And therefore, he's not allowed to use it for Kiddushin to give to someone else, he has to, uh, he has to keep it. Fine, that is the machlokas. That's the machlokas whether you can be a Kaddish woman with, uh, whether a Kohen can be a Kaddish woman with his own chilek in the karban. Um, so now we're going to have machlokas amoraim relating to that machlokas tanaim and to whether that machlokas tanaim is still, uh, is, is, is still applies or perhaps uh, one of the tanaim uh, was moda later on to the other. <laughs> so Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Nimnu Vigamru, they came to a, uh, they took a vote once. Nimnu means they counted up all the people and they took a vote, see uh, who holds what. If you look at Rashi, it, it literally means that. Nimnu Vugamru. Rashi says, Amdu Laminyan, Verabu Haomrin, Enam Kadashas, Ubatu Amuatum, Chazubahab, Gamalamarin, Kadashas. You have this a few times in Shas. That they get up and they, uh, and they decide, you know what, there's a Machlokas, it's been going on for long enough. We'll stop right now. We'll take a vote. We'll see. We'll see what where the majority is, and we'll determine that that's the that's the accepted pesach halacha. So they got up and they took a vote, and they saw that most of the people said um, uh, and therefore even though there were a few people that thought Mukudeshes, that thought it is a good kiddushin, they outvoted. They're batel. This idea of batel barov, right? The uh, the 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 uh, it's really not. Normally, it's not thought of as a din of of, of, of batel barov. It's sort of a din of of holchemachar harov. In terms of a uh, of a psakalacha, when it comes to psakalacha, the majority says one side, the minority says the other side. So you follow you follow the majority. Uh, Butlerov generally we think of in terms of a taroves, like you have uh, uh, you, you have uh, two pieces of kosher meat, one piece of non kosher meat. So the the piece of non kosher meat could be butel in the uh, in the majority midaris, right? So that's that's generally the din of 
Batal Barov. Uh, this is similar to when we have a Sanhedrin. Sanhedrin gives a Psak Halacha. So uh, let's say you have, uh, you're have dealing with Sanhedrin that has Chav Gimel Dayan, 23 judges. So how do they vote? So let's say it's a 15 to 8 vote in one direction. So do you say it's a vote of 15 judges to say Chayev? Or do you say no? It's the vote of the Sanhedrin that says Chayev. Sanhedrin as a whole. So there also, it's like a din of battle brov. It's, it's a psak of the Sanhedrin. It has the koch of the psak of the, the entire Sanhedrin as, as a unit rather than just the, the 15 judges. That's why it's like a din of bittel, because it's as if all 23 um, were coming out together. Uh, in fact, you're not allowed to even reveal after the case who paskin the other way. No one's allowed to come out and say, Martin Sanhedrin says, you can't, it's Mishnah Sanhedrin, you can't come out, one of the Dayanim can't come out afterwards and go to Ruvain, who lost the case, and say, you know, Ruvain, I had you back, I was voting for you, but those guys in there, they were, uh, they outvoted me. You're not allowed to do that. It's the Psak of the Sanhedrin, it's the entire Sanhedrin gives the Psak. So here as well, Nimru, the government, they came and they took a vote. And they decided if a Kohen uses his chalik in karbanos, whether it's kachim kachim or kachim kalim, and his mekadesh and isha with it, lo kidesh. It is not. It, it's not a good kiddushin. They also have this idea of nimnu v'garmo of just taking a vote and seeing what where the majority lies. At the beginning of Masech Shabbos, you have the yurches davar. You have uh, the the eighteen gzeros that they that they made. Was also um, they, they, they 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 the Gemara says they came to a day where they realized that the rabbi talmidei beshamei al talmidei beshilal. They were looking around the Beis Medrash and they saw there must have been a flu going around from the Talmud of Beis Hillel. They were all absent that day. They said, oh, what an opportunity. Let's take a vote today. And they'll be able to pass uh, all the, uh, the sheet. And, and they, they passed in all the sheets of Beis Shammai. Not all, but a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, sheets of Beis Shammai in order to, uh, because they, they took a vote. And that was a fair way of passing the halacha. They would take a vote. So anyway, so uh, that's Rabbi Yochanan's sheets. Rabbi Yochanan says, Machlokas no longer applies. It's not a Machlokas anymore. It's already been decided. The halacha now is, you cannot be Makadesh woman with a karban. Fine. Rav Amar, Rav says, no, Adayini Machlokas. It was a Machlokas, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yudha. It's still a Machlokas. Machlokas didn't go away. Amra Abaye, Kavaseh, Rabbi Yochanan, Mestavra. Rabbi Yochanan is more Mestavra to assume that everyone agrees Enim Kodesh's, meaning even Rabbi Yehuda, who originally felt that you're allowed to use your chalik in the karban to Mekadosh with, even he changed his mind. And now he holds that you're not allowed to use your chalik in the karban. He would hold now that it's not Mekadosh's. How do I know that? Detanya, I have the following b'risa. Now this b'risa goes from here until the third wide line of, uh, of the Gemara. It's one long b'risa, and we're going to show at the end of this b'risa, we're going to say, you see, this b'risa is, is it, we assume is authored by Rabbi Yehuda, and if it's authored by Rabbi Yehuda, it shows that Rabbi Yehuda holds that the that a Kohen is not allowed to use his chelik in the carbon to be mekadesh nisha. So that's what we're looking to get out of this brisa. So let's see. The Tanya we have a brisa. How do I know? Let's say uh, I have chelik in a carbon. We, we, we're, we're the uh, let's say the, we're the mishmar of Kohanim that's serving this week. Right, so uh, we're all we all get a chelik of each carbon. So we divide up a carbon mincha amongst uh, the group, and we divide up uh, a, a zevach, an animal carbon, amongst the group. But I'm trying, I'm swearing off uh, uh, meat. I'm trying to be a vegetarian this week. So I decide, you know what? I could use more mincha. I uh, I need more carbs in my diet, and uh, you need more protein. So I'll trade for you my my meat chelik, and you'll give me your mincha chelik. 
and we'll, we'll, we'll trade it off that way, and that way I'll have what I want, you'll have what you want, everyone will be happy. How do I know you're not allowed to do that? Talmud Lomar, Pasuk says, Bekal mincha shartofa betanur. Lekol b'nei aron Every carbon mincha that you, uh, that, that, that you bake should be for all b'nei aron, for, for it should, meaning it has to be divided amongst all the b'nei aron, and they can't give up their portion in exchange for something else. Yacholo yachluku menachos k'neket zvachim shalakam etachtein b'dalos. I might say, okay, fine, those are two very different types of karbanos. A carbon mincha and, and a zevach are, couldn't be more different from each other. Not only couldn't they be more different from each other, it's lokamutachtein b'dalos. You never have a mincha replace a zevach. There's never a moment where you there's never a carbon that you're chayiv to bring an animal and you're going to bring a carbon mincha if you can't afford the animal. The lowest you go when you can't afford the animal by a carbon olivioreid by those carbonos that depend on your 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 uh, on your bank account, right? The lowest you're going to go is you're going to bring birds instead of a zevach. So a mincha never even replaces a zevach. So how could you trade them for each other? But I might think but there are <coughs> karbanos by, to, by being metamid and migdash that if you that really the chiyuv is to bring birds and if you can't afford to bring birds then you bring uh, then you bring a carbon mincha so you see that a carbon mincha sometimes can be changed for ofos it could be changed for birds it can't be it can't be there to replace a zevach to replace an animal but it could be there to replace a bird so I might think that if uh, we each got a portion of a bird and we each got a portion of the mincha that I can make that trade I'll give you my portion of the bird you give me your portion of the mincha that's what says Anything made in the Marcheshes was carbon mincha, so it should go to uh, the, to the, all the bnei Aaron. again to show that the carbon mincha chelak has to stay with each of the bnei Aaron who receive a chelak. They're not allowed to give up their chelak. Yachol yachluku menachos kenegadofos shalalumine adam valalumine kmachim. So I might think, yeah, that's because birds and menachos are very different from each other because one is an animal that has blood that you shecht. And the other one is flour. So those can't be exchanged for each other. That's reasonable. But I might think that birds can be exchanged for animal, bird meat for animal meat, that that should be okay for carbon to divide. And it's also right? By carbon of you will, sometimes the bird will replace the zevach. So it is So I might think that that, that, that should work. That's why an extra pasuk, almachvas teaches me you can't do that either. No, so I might think that the reason why birds and animals can't be switched for each other is because the way you shecht it is totally different. By a bird, you, 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 you shecht it with your fingernail from the back of the bird's neck. Biyad, uh, I mean, you do it, you do it with your hand, by hand. By the, um, by the zevach, you need a knife and you do a proper shechita. On the, on the Zevach. So I would say that's why they're too different from each other to be traded off for each other. But I would think that a Kabar Mincha uh, can be exchanged for another Kabar Mincha because they're both done Biyad, both um, uh, Menachos, meaning 
I'll say I'll take uh, Levi's all of Levi's cover mincha. You take all of Shimon's cover mincha, and uh, that way, you know, instead of each of us getting a portion in each, so I might think you could do that. That's why we have a pasuk tells me you can't do that either. I might think when can't I exchange my chelik of a cover mincha for your chelik of a different cover mincha, and to just say I'll take all of Levi's cover, you'll take all of Shimon's cover. Right? When can't I do that? That's only when it's two different types of carbon mincha. Right? There's some carbon mincha that's made in a machvas and some in a marcheshes. What's the difference between a machvas and a marcheshes? So Rashi explains. One is like a frying pan, one is like a deep fry. Right? Rashi says, machvas and marcheshes. Kalim hayub and mikdash. These are two different types of kalim. Vikala menachos and nikmatsos to unos lug shemen. Any carbon mincha, you take the komet, you take the kmitza, it requires a lug of oil. Umachvas tzafa ve'ina amuka. Umachvas is a shallow pan. It's not very deep. And because it's a very wide, shallow pan, the uh, the oil and the flour spreads out over the entire pan. And the, the fire therefore burns up the oil. And therefore the resulting product is very hard because it burnt up all the oil. But a marcheshes amuka. That's very deep. That's a deep pan. And because the oil is sitting there deep, the, the fire is not going to burn up the oil. And the oil gets swallowed into, uh, gets, gets absorbed into the chalos. And therefore you end up with softer bread from, from the, uh, the marcheshes. Than you do with the uh, with the machvas. So anyway, those are two different types of karban minchas. So I might think that's where you're not allowed to trade one for the other because they're two totally different things. But I would think for uh, exchange one machvas carbon for another or marcheshes kineged marcheshes. I would think shalol valol masem kashim where they're both hard inami masem rachim where they're both soft. They both are the same basic idea. I might think you're allowed to trade off. Fine. So we have a puzzle that tells me that the dried up stuff has to be l'chol b'nei Aaron. I mean, you have to divide that evenly as well. I might think, when can't they trade off and divide it up? That's only the kachim kachim of the kachim kalim they can. That's why I have a puzzle. And right next to that it says, Imal toda. And from there I learned that just like by Kacha Kachim, you're not allowed to divide it up, uh, in, meaning divide it up, you're allowed to. You're not allowed to exchange your portion for someone else's, so uh, for, for someone else's portion of different carbon. So to by Kachim Kalim, you're also not allowed to do that. Ish. And then the word ish teaches us that a man can be cholik even if he's a balmum, he gets a cholik even if he's a balmum, but a katan cannot be cholik even if he's a tam. So that's the end of the b'risa. Good? So what do we see from that b'risa? So first of all, Gemara says, first thing we need to determine is who's the author of the b'risa. Stamps it from money. Who's Stamps it from? Rabbi Yehuda. So Rabbi Yehuda is the author of the b'risa. Now keep in mind, Rabbi Yehuda was the one in our Mishnah who said that if a Kohen takes his chelek and tries to be Mekadish and Isha with it, it's fine. That works. Rabbi Yochanan tried to be Mechadish 
that Rabbi Yehuda has since been outvoted. I mean, Rabbi Yehuda changed his mind. Once he was outvoted, he changed his mind and he went along with the company line that she is not Mukadesh. That it doesn't work. So where do we see from this Brisa that the Kiddushin, uh, whether the Kiddushin works or not, the Huka Amar, the Lespa Din Chaluka Klal. And he apparently says that you have no rights to do anything with your Chaluk of the Karban other than eat it. You're not allowed to trade it for something else. You have no rights to use it as anything, uh, as, as a form of currency in any way whatsoever. So Shabbat so you see that Rabbi Yudha, if, if you can't even trade it for another Karban, it's fairly obvious that you can't be Makadish Nisha with it. So we see that Rabbi Yehuda holds, like, at, in the end of the day, Rabbi Yehuda held, like Rabbi Yochanan said, he went and he agreed to Rabbi Yossi, that if you're uh, calling as a chelak in, in the Karban, he's not allowed to even be Makadish Nisha with it. Now we mentioned a, a drush up, in this brisa, where we darshan smuchim, where it says ishba kachiv, and then it says imal toda, where we compare kachikachim to kachim kalim. So Tosos points out on the top Tosos, he says, Vimtomar, we're saying, Vamukmina la Yehuda, we're saying that this brisa is Rabbi Yehuda. No, Rabbi Yehuda's general shita, Rabbi Yehuda, lo darsh smuchim. The, the sugya of, of Darshin and Smuchim is at the very beginning of Mesach Sivamus Tavta'alid. And over there we say that Rabbi Yehuda only Darshin Smuchim in Mishnah Torah, only Darshin Smuchim in Sefer Dvarim. Outside of Sefer Dvarim, Rabbi Yehuda is not Dorish Smuchim. So, Fractosus, I don't understand. This Bryce is Rabbi Yehuda, and in this Bryce is a drasha about Smuchim. Thank you very much. And um, this Bryce has a drasha about Smuchim. So how could that be? So it says Tosos Yishlomer Delaf Smuchim Mamish Torah Shalavav Mosav Alin Yirishon Dechsev Vizos Torah Zevach Hashlamim. It's not really Smuchim that we're dashing over here. The Gemara just calls it Smuchim. The Brisa just calls it Smuchim, but it's really a Vav that we're dashing. It's a juxtaposition, but it's more than the juxtaposition. It's the fact that the Torah adds a Vav to show that it's connected. It's a Vav Achibur to show that there's a connection between the two, and that's how we're dashing the connection between Kachim Kachim and Kachim Kalim. Uh, the other Rishon say different. Rashba says that no, it's the fact that it's 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 muchach over here that there is. Rashba says when it's muchach or, or mufne, when it's begging for a drasha, so then you could dash and smuchim. But you don't, just don't dash and smuchim when there's no apparent connection between between the two. But if there there is an apparent connection, so then you uh, you would dash and smuchim. Now, what's this idea? You only dash and smuchim. In Mishnah Torah, well, why is Mishnah Torah different than uh, than the rest of Chumash? So it's Maritz Chayis. Maritz Chayis points out that there is a sugi Mesechus Gittin about how was the Torah given? Whether the Torah was given Megillah Megillah Nitna or Torah Chasuma Nitna? Right? Was the Torah given piece by piece? That they Hakadosh uh, Baruch Hu gave uh, they wrote down a little piece at a time, and then by the end, at the end, Moshe, the last day of Moshe Rabbeinu's life, they put it all together and they finally had the full entire Torah. But prior to that, they didn't have it all. Or uh, was the Torah chasumin? It was all given at one time, totally chasuma. So the Gemara says that Kuliamalopligi that uh, that that Dvarim uh, say for Dvarim was chasuma nitna. That say for Dvarim was all given at one time. Moshe Rabbeinu on the last day of his life gave over the entire say for Dvarim. Now Maschais points out if you assume Megillah Megillah nitna, you understand why we're not going to be Dorish Smuchim. It wasn't given together. It was given as different pieces. So you can't darshan that this one's next to this piece is next to that piece because they weren't they weren't actually given together. They were given apart from each other. But Mishnah Torah where everyone agrees that it's uh, it was Khasumanitna that it was given in one shot, so 
So then I understand that it was, it was given together, it was written as one book to be given together all of that at that one point. So then you're gonna you're gonna darshan you're gonna darshan smuchim. You'll be more likely to uh, to darshan smuchim. Okay, that's how he he understands. So anyway, let's see the Gemara Vaiter. I'm a Rava. So what did we just say? Rabbi Yochanan said that this machlokas Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi no longer applies. Even Rabbi Yehuda is now moda that if a Kohen takes his chelik and a carbon tries to be mekadesh nisha with it, she's not mekadeshes anyway. Rav had said the machlokas still applies. Rabbi Yehuda was never moda to anything. So I'm a Rava. Uke Rav milotanya. So Rava says, granted, you brought me a brisa that shows that Rabbi Yochanan is correct. That shows that Rabbi Yehuda was moda to Rabbi Yossi. But he says, what? You don't think I have a brisa up my sleeve that supports Rav? You don't think I have a bracelet that supports Rav? Vatanya, I have a bracelet that says as follows. That the people who were more Sanua, who were more humble, would, would, uh, would, would be Moshe Chidem. They wouldn't take their portion of the Lechem upon him. And the uh, gluttonous people would go and uh, they would be Cholik. So what does that mean? So if you look at Rashi, the first wide line, that's new Moshe Chidem, Imenu, Gabi Lechem upon him, Tanya. We have a price by Lechem upon him. Arboim Shon Hashim, Yishim Natsadik, Yishtalcha Bracha Lechem upon him. V'kol Koyna Megir Kazayis, Yishochel V'Savar, Yishochel Moser. That there was a Bracha in the Lechem upon him for all 40 years that Shimon Natsadik was serving, and therefore, even if you got a kazayis, some people were totally had had got a kaday sevia out of their kazayis. They were totally satiated from their kazayis. Others didn't even eat the whole kazayis, and they were already full. It was so uh, it was so amazing. It was so there was such bracha in the in the lechem apanim. But mikan ve'elach after Shimonatzadi was no longer there, nishtalchem me'ira b'lechem apanim. There was a curse on the lechem apanim. It wasn't satisfying at all. The kol koina megio kipul. And every coin who would get even the size of a pool of a bean, Hatsun Moshkinidem, right, that, that's all they would get. Hatsun Moshkinidem, Menu Dlomahani Luhumidi. So the Tsnum would say, you know what, what's the point? I don't need my chelek. It's not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna feel any, uh, any, any less hungry after I eat it anyway. So what's the point? Vagargaranim Cholkin. But the people who were gluttonous would uh, would be cholik. And what does that mean? And we're assuming that cholkin doesn't just mean that they took their portion. Because after all, what's the point of taking a little piece the size of a bean? The Cholkin relates to what exactly the last price was talking about. They would trade it off for something else. They would say, okay, you give me your portion, I'll give you my portion in something else, in some other carbon. So you see that this price says that... Uh, they're allowed to trade off. The Kohen's chilek in, in, in the Kachim, he's allowed to trade off for other things. So it is his money to an extent. So you see that he can be Mekadish and Yishu with it because it's his to, uh, to make trades with. So don't you see that this is a Brysa that supports Rav? So even before we address the Brysa and why it doesn't necessarily support Rav's idea that Rabbi Yehuda maintained his opinion, um, so let's say you have a Brysa that shows that Rabbi Yehuda maintains his opinion and another Brysa that shows that Rabbi Yehuda changed his mind. So does that mean it's a steer on Bryce's? Or perhaps one Bryce was before he changed his mind, one Bryce was after he changed his mind. I mean, just because you have a Bryce... Mishnah also says Rabbi Yehuda argued on Rabbi Yossi. Yeah, Rabbi Yehuda did argue on Rabbi Yossi once. All Rabbi Yochman said was that that was a long time ago, and that later on, Nimnu Vugamru, and they came to a decision, and Rabbi Yehuda now agrees with Rabbi Yossi. So how's a Bryce going to disprove him? So the Rifa says, yeah, in but there's a better answer.
Meaning the Gemara could have answered that, but the Gemara has a better better response. How this price doesn't actually support Rav at all. Pnei Yeshua tries to say that it's not shaykh to say he would be chozer on something after the Zman Abayis when you're dealing with something that occurred so often during the Zman Abayis. Not sure why. It's something to to think about. I mean, something that constantly occurred during the Zman Abayis. It was it was get during the Zman Abayis for many many years. So it's not shaykh to say that he was chozer on it later on. Okay. So anyway, but says the Gemara, it's not a raya anyway. The cholkim doesn't mean that they would give up. I'll give you. I'll, you give me your portion lechem upon him. I'll give you something else. No, my cholkim chotvim. Cholkim means that these these gluttonous people they grab away other people's portions. They would steal them. They weren't. Uh, they would just grab someone with the tznum would be. Moshe Chideim. Ah, I got his piece. Right? They just grab it. They weren't trading it for anything. There was a guy who grabbed his chelik and his friend's chelik, and they would always call him Ben Chamsan. Meaning, which wasn't a complimentary nickname. They would call him the guy who was always uh, looking to grab. Right? So uh, uh, the the, uh, the the he was he was a uh, gadav. Amarab Barshila Mikra. Uh, what's the pasuk that that implies this? Elokai palteinu miad Russia mikaf mal v'chometz. Hakadosh Baruch Hu deliver me from the hands of the Russia, from the uh, from the hand of the unrighteous and the violent people. Rabba Amrayach alimdu hate of dirshu mishpat ishru chometz. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu should relieve the those who are oppressed, meaning chometz that the there there are those who are losing their their chelak. In the lechem apanim, because of this, there's a big discussion in the post. We know chazi shir is asim in a Torah, right? Even though on a Torah level, if you you're only chayiv and onesh when you eat a shir, when you eat, let's say, a kazayis of nevela. But if you eat a half a kazayis of nevela, it's still asim in a Torah. It's still nisadarais. So it's just saying you're not going to eat an onesh on it. What about a chazi shir in a mitzvah, right? So the mitzvah to eat a kazayis of matzah and pesach. What if I eat a half a kazayis? Do I get a chazi schar? I'm not schar. I'm not going to get schar. But is it a chazi mitzvah? Is it somehow a mitzvah in a Torah? If I eat a chazi shir of a uh, of a mitzvah, so that's a suffix of the Shavuos Yaakov. He's not sure. So this is one of the primary sources. This gemara, because what would they get? A pull size of the lechem apan. The gemara at the beginning of Pesachim also higiani kepul. The Gemara has a lush on that. Uh, the Quranum would say, I, when the Gemara in the beginning of Pesachim talks about the idea of speaking in a refined manner, that a lishna, using a lishna ma'alya. So the Gemara says that uh, uh, some, one, one of the Quranum used to use a very crass lush to describe the size of his lechem apanim because he was so dissatisfied with it. And he would be mevazakachim by speaking in a very crass way about, uh, about the lechem apanim that he got. But either way, you see that there was a time that Higiyani Kippul, where they got a bean size, which is less than a kazayis. And apparently, that's still a mitzvah sachil zlechem upon him. That would still fulfill their mitzvah. If everyone took their, their portion, they still get the, the, the mitzvah. They maybe weren't interested because it wouldn't fill them up, right? They were moshchen yadayim, but it would still be would still be the mitzvah. So the Maritzchais points out that it's not necessarily a raya to all mitzvahs. Because it could be the mitzvah of lechem apanim. There are two ways to look at a mitzvah sachila. There's a mitzvah to eat something, or so, sometimes the mitzvah is not to eat something. The mitzvah sheyehei ne'echal. That something gets eaten. But the lechem apanim, the mitzvah may not be a mitzvah sachila, and therefore you don't need a kizayis. The mitzvah should just be that the lechem apanim has to all get eaten, not that you eat it. And therefore, if everyone eats less than a kizayis, at the end of the day, it's all eaten. But no one did a maisa achila, and that might be fine for lechem apanim. By matzah, you have a mitzvah of achila. You have to eat, 
and eating means you eat a kezayis. There's no mitzvah that all the matzah in your house needs to be yehenechal, needs to get eaten. There's no such mitzvah. The mitzvah is to do an achila. How do you do an achila? You eat a kezayis. There's a famous Beis HaLevi we've discussed many times in the past, where the Beis HaLevi explains the Gemara in Nazir. The Gemara says that if a person um, does an achila gasa, on his carbon Pesach, so um, the, the Gemara, Reish Lakish, I think, in the Gemara has a Lashon, that Mitzvah min Mufchar lo may, maybe the guy didn't do the Mitzvah min Mufchar, but Mitzvah miyat but he still, he still did a Mitzvah, so the Beis HaLevi explains that carbon Pesach has both dinim. Carbon Pesach, there's a din of Achila of the carbon Pesach, and there's a din, that it get eaten. And basically, he explains that's what that line in Gemara is saying. When you eat an Achille Gasa, the Gemara Numa says that it's not called an Achille. An Achille Gasa is not Shmei Achille. Tosos points out the problem. How could you say you get a Mitzvah Achille from Pesach with Achille Gasa if Achille Gasa is not called Achille? So Tosos gives one answer. Basilevi says, no, Pshad is, it's not called eating when you eat an Achille Gasa. But there are two Mitzvahs from Pesach. There's a Mitzvah of Achille. And there's a mitzvah that yehei ne'echal, that it get eaten. The mitzvah of achila you don't get when you eat an achila gasa. But achila gasa means you're stuffed and you eat anyway. But the mitzvah of, of, of sheyehei ne'echal, that it get eaten, that happens even if you eat it by achila gasa. Right? That's always the, the issue when it comes to a mitzvah of achila. Okay, we've got to get moving here. When it comes to Maeser Sheni, whether it be Bishog, whether it be Bemezid, uh, Rameir says it's not a good Kiddush, Rameir says Bishog, it's not a good Kiddush, Bemezid is a good Kiddush. Everyone has their meant for Hashem not to be Makadesh a woman with. Hare Trumas Maestro Dixif came to Rimagamatem Trumas Hashem, but Trumas Maestro, it says the law of Trumas Hashem, and yet, Utanana Makadish Bachum Kadashas, we say that you're allowed to be Makadish a woman with Truma. So uh, apparently, Hashem isn't it? The word Hashem in the Pasuk is not enough to tell me that you can't. So it says Mar Dilokhsev Be La Hashem. It doesn't say La Hashem, it just says Hashem. Vari Chalodixiv Batitnu La Hashem. It says Vari Chalodixiv La Hashem. Utanana Makadish Bachum Kadashas, and it says, and yet, if challah is a din of truma, if you're Makadish with challah, a woman is Mukudashes, even though it says La Hashem. So we say, no, Delok Sivbe Kodesh. doesn't use the word Kodesh, La Hashem, in the Pasuk by Chala. Very Shviz Tuk Sivba, Yovel Hu Kodesh Ti Yelachem, Utsanana Makadish Vayar Shviz Mukudashes, uses the word Kodesh in the Pasuk by Shviz, and yet we see you're allowed to be Makadish woman with uh, Shemitah produce. Delok Sivbe La Hashem. Again, it doesn't say La Hashem. Very Truma, by Truma Tuk Siv Kodesh, you saw Kodesh. Israel, La Hashem, Rachel's Tavaso. So it says Kodesh, it says La Hashem, all by Truma, and yet we see that you're allowed to be Makadish woman with Truma. So he says, no, who be Israel? So look at the Pasuk. It doesn't say the Truma is Kodesh La Hashem. It says Kodesh Yisrael La Hashem. The Jews are Kodesh La Hashem, not the Truma. So that's why uh, when you're Makadish with Truma, it's Makadish. Frankly, more of a lot of Melisha, but look at the Pasuk more carefully. Isn't the Pasuk comparing the Jewish people to the Truma and saying that just like the Jewish people are Kodesh Lashem, the Truma is also Kodesh Lashem? So you see, Truma is also called Kodesh Lashem, and still you could be Makadish and Yishu with it. So Tirgumar Rav and Sabakamidarav, Amakra, who, Bahaviyasu Yehei. Pasuk says, who, which tells me. It has to be in its uh, in its original state. It has to be kept in its original state. So that's why, uh, by by uh, e- e- even though by truma you could be mekadesh with, by Mais- by Maishasheni you can't because you have a, the special word who in the pasuk.
Fine. Says Gemara, the Hegdish Bemeza Kiddish Bashoglo Kiddish of Rabbi Meir. When it comes to Hegdish, Rabbi Meir holds if you use it Bemezid, uh, then it's good. Bishogeg, no good. Rabbi Yudomer Bishogeg Kiddish Bemezid, no Kiddish. Rabbi Yudomer says, no. If you do Bishogeg, it does work. Bemezid, it doesn't work. Amr Rabbi Yaakov, Shamino Rabbi Yochanan Tarti. I heard two explanations from Rabbi Yochanan, but I wasn't sure exactly how to apply them. Meaning, what emerges from the Mishnah is as follows Shigas Maisud Rabbi Yehuda. According to Behuda, to use Meiser Sheni Bishogeg to be Makadish a woman with, or according to Rabbi Meir, to use Hegdish Bishogeg to be Makadish a woman with, either one doesn't work. And Rabbi Yochan explained one of those halachos is because the woman is not interested in the Kedushan working that way, and one is because neither of them are interested in the Kedushan working that way. I don't know which one. Is it Meiser that the woman is not happy with, but Kodesh neither are happy with, or vice versa? So Rabbi Yirmi says, well, why don't we just take a quick look at this? Obviously, she's not interested in the Meiser Shani because she can't eat it until she gets to Yerushalayim. So it's going to be a big hassle for her to bring it to Yerushalayim. But what does he care? He's fine with it. Let her worry about getting to Yerushalayim. He's, he's married now, so he got what he needed out of it. So it's only her that's bothered by it. But neither one is happy about the Hegdish situation because neither one wants to be Mechalel Hegdish. It's a very terrible thing. Neither one wants to do an Isser. Either the one that's doing the Isser directly or the one that's causing the Isser. For Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov says, no, it's just the opposite. Milo Iko the meiser she's not happy about, like we said, because of the tircha of schlepping it up. He's not happy about it because something could happen on the way and she'll lose the meiser on the way and then he's going to be responsible to, to reimburse her because uh, it only has value to her once she gets to your shlime. Prior to her getting to your shlime, it's not worth the shavapruta. She doesn't want hegdish to become a chulal through her. So she's not happy with it. But why wouldn't he be happy about, about the uh, hegdish situation? He's going to be married either way. One more thing. So granted, the woman is not going to be miskadeshes. Does the money become chulin when you use it? Well, if it didn't work to make the kiddushin, why would the money become chulin? Meaning, if it's a violation of meila and, uh, and 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 it works, so then I understand the money is going to become chulin. But otherwise, why should it be? What would be the din by mecher? Even by a sale, the halacha would be that it's not it's not valid. You know, we'll pick up from those last couple of lines tomorrow.